0: 22. Yagram 5 shows, perhaps, the only correct and perfectly satisfactory solution. It will be noticed that, in addition to the circular wall, there are three new walls, which touch and so enclose but are not built into one another. This solution may be adapted to any desired thickness of wall, and its correctness as to area and length of wall space is so obvious that it is unnecessary to explain it. I will, however, just say that the semicircular piece of ground that each tenant gives to his neighbor is exactly equal to the semicircular piece that his neighbor gives to him, while any section of wall space found in one garden is precisely repeated in all the others. Of course there is an infinite number of ways in which this solution may be correctly varied. 195. Lady Lion A.'s garden. All that Lady Belinda need do was this, she should measure from A to be fold her tape in four and mark off the point E, which is thus one quarter of the side, then, in the same way, mark off the point F one fourth of the side add now, if she makes E G equal to AF, and GH equal to F, then A is the required width for the path in order that the bed shall be exactly half the area of the garden, an exact numerical measurement can only be obtained when the sum of the squares of the two sides is a square number, thus, if the garden measured 12 poles by 5 poles where the squares of 12 and 5, 144 and 25, sum to 169, the square of 13, then 12 added to 5, less 13, would equal 4, and a quarter of this, 1 pole, would be the width of the path, 196, the tethered goat. This problem is quite simple if properly attacked. Let us suppose the triangle ABC to represent our half acre field. And the shaded portion to be the quarter acre over which the goat will graze when tethered to the corner C. Now, as six equal equilateral triangles placed together will form a regular hexagon, as shown, it is evident that the shaded pasture is just one sixth of the complete area of a circle. Therefore, all we require is the radius CD of a circle containing six quarter acres or eleven two acres, which is equal to 9.408.960 square inches. As we only want our answer to the nearest inch, it is sufficiently exact for our purpose if we assume that as one is to 3.1416, so is the diameter of a circle to its circumference. If, therefore, we divide the last number I gave by 3.1416 and extract the square root, we find that 1.731 inches, or 48 yards 3 inches, is the required length of the tether to the nearest inch. 197. The Compasses Puzzle. Let ab in the following diagram be the given straight line. With the centers a and b and radius ab describe the two circles. Mark off d and f equal to ad. With the centers a and f and radius df describe arcs intersecting at g. With the centers a and b and distance b g describe arcs hk and n make h k equal to ab and h l equal to HB. Then with centers k and l and radius ab describe arcs intersecting at i make b n equal to by. Finally. With the center M and radius megabytes cut the line in C and the point C is the required middle of the line AB. For greater exactitude you can mark off R from R as you did M from B and from R describe another arc cap C. This also solves the problem. To find a point midway between two given points without the straight line. I will put the Young Geometer in the way of a rigid proof. First prove that twice the square of the line AB equals the square of the distance BG. From which it follows that H a B R are the four corners of a square. To prove that I is the center of the square, draw a line from H to P through QIB and continue the arc HK to P. Then, conceiving the necessary lines to be drawn, the angle HKP, being in a semicircle, is a right angle. Let fall the perpendicular KQ, and by similar triangles, and from the fact that HKI is an isosceles triangle by the construction, it can be proved that HI is half of HP. We can similarly prove that C is the center of the square of which AIB are three corners. I am aware that this is not the simplest possible solution. 198. The Eight Sticks. The first diagram is the answer that nearly everyone will give to this puzzle. And at first sight it seems quite satisfactory. But consider the conditions. We have to allay every one of the sticks on the table. Now, if a ladder be placed against a wall with only one end on the ground, it can hardly be said that it is laid on the ground. And if we place the sticks in the above manner, it is only possible to make one end of two of them touch the table, to say that everyone lies on the table would not be correct. To obtain a solution it is only necessary to have our sticks of proper dimensions. Say the long sticks are each two feet in length and the short ones one foot. Then the sticks must be three inches thick, when the three equal squares may be enclosed. As shown in the second diagram, if I had said, matches, instead of, sticks, the puzzle would be impossible because an ordinary match is about 21 times as long as it is broad, and the enclosed rectangles would not be squares. 199. Papa's Puzzle. I have found that a large number of people imagine that the following is a correct solution of the problem, using the letters in the diagram below. They argue that if you make the distance be a one-third of BC, and therefore the area of the rectangle A B equal to that of the triangular remainder, the card must hang with the long side horizontal readers will remember the jest of Charles I, who induced the Royal Society to meet and discuss the reason why the water in a vessel will not rise if you put a live fish in it, but in the middle of the proceedings one of the least distinguished among them quietly slipped out and made the experiment, when he found that the water did rise, if my correspondents had similarly made the experiment with a piece of cardboard, they would have found at once their error, area is one thing, but gravitation is quite another, the fact of that triangle sticking its leg out to D has to be compensated for by additional area in the rectangle. As a matter of fact, the ratio of B A to AC is as 1 as to the square root of 3, which latter cannot be given in an exact numerical measure, but is approximately 1.732. Now let us look at the correct general solution. There are many ways of arriving at the desired result, but the one I give is, I think, the simplest for beginners. Fix your card on a piece of paper and draw the equilateral triangle BCF. BF and CF being equal to BC. Also mark off the point G so that DG shall equal DC. Draw the line CG and produce it until it cuts the line BF in H. If we now make H parallel to B, then A is the point from which our cut must be made to the corner D as indicated by the dotted line. A curious point in connection with this problem is the fact that the position of the point A is independent of the side CD. The reason for this is more obvious in the solution I have given than in any other method that I have seen. And although the problem may be solved with all the working on the cardboard that is partly why I have preferred it. It will be seen at once that however much you may reduce the width of the card by bringing E nearer to B and D nearer to C the line CG. Being the diagonal of a square. Will always lie in the same direction. And will cut PF in H finally. If you wish to get an approximate measure for the distance B A. All you have to do is to multiply the length of the card by the decimal dot 366. Thus, if the card were 7 inches long, we get 7x dot 366 2.562, or a little more than 21 two inches, for the distance from B to A. But the real joke of the puzzle is this, we have seen that the position of the point A is independent of the width of the card, and depends entirely on the length. Now, in the illustration it will be found that both cards had the same length, consequently all the little maid had to do was to allay the clip card on top of the other one and mark off the point at precisely the same distance from the top left hand corner. So, after all, Papu's puzzle, as he presented it to his little maid, was quite an infantile problem, when he was able to show her how to perform the feat without first introducing her to the elements of statics and geometry. 200. A kite flying puzzle. Solvers of this little puzzle, I have generally found, may be roughly divided into two classes, those who get within a mile of the correct answer by means of more or less complex calculations, involving pi, and those whose arithmetic calculates fly hundreds and thousands of miles away from the truth. The comparatively easy method that I shall show does not involve any consideration of the ratio that the diameter of a circle bears to its circumference. I call it the Hapbox method. Supposing we place our ball of wire, A in a cylindrical half box, B that exactly fits it, so that it touches the side all round and exactly touches the top and bottom, as shown in the illustration, then, by an invariable law that should be known by everybody, that box contains exactly half as much again as the ball, therefore, as the ball is 24 inches in diameter. A hat box of the same circumference but two-thirds of the height that island 16 inches high will have exactly the same contents as the ball. Now let us consider that this reduced HEP box is a cylinder of metal made up of an immense number of little wire cylinders closed together like the hairs in a painter's brush. By the conditions of the puzzle we are allowed to consider that there are no spaces between the wires. How many of these cylinders 1 1 hundredth of an inch thick are equal to the large cylinder, which is 24 inches thick. Circles are to one another as the squares of their diameters. The square of 1100 is 1 000, and the square of 24 is 576, therefore the large cylinder contains 5.760.000 of the little wire cylinders. But we have seen that each of these wires is 16 inches long, hence 16 x 5.760.000 area code 92160.000 inches as the complete length of the wire. Reduce this to miles, and we get 1.454 miles 2.880 feet as the length of the wire attached to the professor's kite. Whether a kite would fly at such a height, or support such a weight, are questions that do not enter into the problem. 201. How to make cisterns? Here is a general formula for solving this problem. Call the two sides of the rectangle and b. then a b squared b squared ab 126 equals the side of the little square pieces to cut away. The measurements given were 8 feet by 3 feet and the above rule gives 8 inches as the side of the square pieces that have to be cut away. Of course it will not always come out exact, as in this case on account of that square root. But you can get as near as you like with decimals. 202. The Cone Puzzle. The simple rule is that the cone must be cut at one-third of its altitude. 203. Concerning Wheels. If you mark a point on the circumference of a wheel that runs on the surface of a level road, like an ordinary cartwheel, the curve described by that point will be a common cycloid, as in figure 1. But if you mark a point beyond the circumference of the flanged locomotive wheel, the curve will be a curtate cycloid, as in figure 2, terminating in nodes. Now, if we consider one of these nodes or loops, we shall see that, at any given moment, certain points at the bottom of the loop must be moving in the opposite direction to the train. As there is an infinite number of such points on the flange's circumference, there must be an infinite number of these loops being described while the train is in motion. In fact, at any given moment certain points on the flanges are always moving in a direction opposite to that in which the train is going. In the case of the two wheels, the wheel that runs round the stationary one makes two revolutions round its own center. As both wheels are of the same size, it is obvious that if at the start we mark a point on the circumference of the upper wheel, at the very top, this point will be in contact with the lower wheel at its lowest part One half the journey has been made. Therefore this point is again at the top of the moving wheel, and one revolution has been made. Consequently there are two such revolutions in the complete journey. 204. A new match puzzle. 1. The easiest way is to arrange the 18 matches as in diagrams 1 and 2, making the length of the perpendicular ab equal to a match and a half. Then, if the matches are an inch in length, Figure 1 contains 2 square inches and figure 2 contains 6 square inches for X11-2. The second case 2 is a little more difficult to solve. The solution is given in figures 3 and 4. For the purpose of construction, place matches temporarily on the dotted lines. Then it will be seen that as 3 contains 5 equal equilateral triangles and 4 contains 15 similar triangles. One figure is 3 times as large as the other. And exactly 18 matches are used. Place the 12 matches in the manner shown in the illustration, and you will have 6 pens of equal size. 206. The pin and the castles. There are various ways of building the 10 castles so that they shall form 5 rows with 4 castles in every row. But the arrangement in the next column is the only one that also provides that 2 castles, the greatest number possible, shall not be approachable from the outside. It will be seen that you must cross the walls to reach these 2. 207. Cherries and plums. There are several ways in which this problem might be solved were it not for the condition that as few cherries and plums as possible shall be planted on the north and east sides of the orchard. The best possible arrangement is that shown in the diagram, where the cherries, plums, and apples are indicated respectively by the letters C, P, and A. The dotted lines connect the cherries, and the other lines the plums. It will be seen that the 10 cherry trees and the 10 plum trees are so planted that each root forms 5 lines with 4 trees of its kind in line. This is the only arrangement that allows of so few as to cherries or plums being planted on the north and east outside rows. 208. A Plantation Puzzle. The illustration shows the 10 trees that must be left to form 5 rows with 4 trees in every row. The dots represent the positions of the trees that have been cut down. 209. The 21 Trees. I give 2 pleasing arrangements of the trees. In each case there are 12 straight rows with 5 trees in every row. 210. The 10 coins. The answer is that there are just 2.400 different ways. Any 3 coins may be taken from one side to combine with 1 coin taken from the other side. I give 4 examples on this and the next page. We may thus select 3 from the top in 10 ways and 1 from the bottom in 5 ways. Making 50 but we may also select 3 from the bottom and 1 from the top in 50 ways. We may thus select the 4 coins in 100 ways, and the 4 removed may be arranged by permutation in 24 ways. Thus there are 24x102.400 different solutions, as all the points and lines puzzles that I have given so far, excepting the last, are variations of the case of 10 points arranged to form 5 lines of 4. It will be well to consider this particular case generally. There are six fundamental solutions, and no more, as shown in the six diagrams. These, For the sake of convenience, I named some years ago the star, the dart, the compasses, the funnel, the scissors, and the nail. See next page. Readers will understand that any one of these forms may be distorted in an infinite number of different ways without destroying its real character. In The pin and the Castles, we had the star, and its solution gives the compasses. In the, cherries and plums, solution we find that the cherries represent the funnel and the plums the dart. The solution of the, plantation puzzle, is an example of the dart distorted. Any solution to the, ten coins, will represent the scissors. Thus examples of all have been given except the nail. On a reduced chessboard. Seven by seven. We may place the ten pawns in just three different ways. But they must all represent the dart. The, plantation, shows one way. The plums show a second way. And the reader may like to find the third way for himself. On an ordinary chessboard, eight by eight, we can also get in a beautiful example of the final symmetrical in relation to the diagonal of the board. The smallest board that will take a star is one nine by seven. The nail requires a board eleven by seven. The scissors eleven by nine, and the compasses seventeen by twelve. At least these are the best results recorded in my notebook. They may be beaten, but I do not think so. If you divide a chessboard into two parts by a diagonal zigzag line, so that the larger part contains 36 squares and the smaller part 28 squares, you can place three separate schemes on the larger part and one on the smaller part all darts without their conflicting that island they occupy 40 different squares. They can be placed in other ways without a division of the board. The smallest square board that will contain six different schemes not fundamentally different, without any line of one scheme crossing the line of another is 14 by 14 and the smallest board that will contain one scheme entirely enclosed within the lines of a second scheme without any of the lines of the one when drawn from point to point crossing a line of the other is 14 by 12 211 the 12 mince pies if you ignore the four black pies in our illustration the remaining 12 are in their original positions now remove the four detached pies to the places occupied by the black ones and you will have your seven straight rows of four, as shown by the dotted lines. 212. The Burmese Plantation. The arrangement on the next page is the most symmetrical answer that can probably be found for 21 rows, which is, I believe, the greatest number of rows possible. There are several ways of doing it. 213. Turks and Russians. The main point is to discover the smallest possible number of Russians that there could have been, as the enemy opened fire from all directions. It is clearly necessary to find what is the smallest number of heads that could form 16 lines with 3 heads in every line. Note that I say 16, and not 32, because every line taken by a bullet may be also taken by another bullet fired in exactly the opposite direction. Now, as few as 11 points, or heads, may be arranged to form the required 16 lines of 3, but the discovery of this arrangement is a hard nut. The diagram at the foot of this page will show exactly how the thing is to be done. If, therefore, 11 Russians were in the positions shown by the stars, and the 32 Turks in the positions indicated by the black dots, it will be seen by the lines shown that each Turk may fire exactly over the heads of three Russians. But as each bullet kills a man, it is essential that every Turk shall shoot one of his comrades and be shot by him in turn, otherwise we should have to provide extra Russians to be shot which would be destructive of the correct solution of our problem, as the firing was simultaneous. This point presents no difficulties. The answer we thus see is that there were at least 11 Russians amongst whom there was no casualty, and that all the 32 Turks were shot by one another. It was not stated whether the Russians fired any shots, but it will be evident that even if they did their firing could not have been effective, for if one of their bullets killed a Turk, then we have immediately to provide another man for one of the Turkish bullets to kill, and as the Turks were known to be 32 in number, this would necessitate our introducing another Russian soldier and, of course, destroying the solution. I repeat that the difficulty of the puzzle consists in finding out to arrange 11 points so that they shall form 16 lines of 3. I am told that the possibility of doing this was first discovered by the ref, Mr. Wilkinson some 20 years ago. 214. The 6 frogs, move the frogs in the following order, 2, 4, 6, 5, 3, 1. Repeat these moves in the same order twice more, 2, 4, 6. This is a solution in 21 moves the fewest possible. If n the number of frogs, be even, we require n squared n 2 moves, of which n squared n 2 will be leaps and n simple moves. If n be odd, we shall need n squared 3 n 2 four moves of which n squared n2 will be leaks and to n for simple moves, in the even cases right, for the moves, all the even numbers in ascending order and the odd numbers in descending order, the series must be repeated 1 to n times and followed by the even numbers in ascending order once only, thus the solution for 14 frogs will be 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 13, 11, 9, 7, 5, 3, 1 repeated 7 times and followed by 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 105 moves. In the odd cases, write the even numbers in ascending order and the odd numbers in descending order. Repeat the series 1 to n1 times. Follow with the even numbers in ascending order omitting n1. The odd numbers in descending order omitting 1. And conclude with all the numbers odd and even in their natural order omitting 1 and n us for 11 frogs, 2, 4. 6, 8, 10, eleven, 9, 7, 5, 3, 1 repeated 5 times, 2, 4, 6, 8, eleven, 9, 7, 5, 3, and 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 73 moves. This complete general solution is published here for the first time. 215. The Grasshopper Puzzle. Move the counters in the following order. The moves in brackets are to be made 4 times in succession. 12, 1, 3, 2, 12, 11, 1, 3, 2, 5, 7, 9, 10, 8, 6, 4, 3, 2, 12, 11, 2, 1, 2. The grasshoppers will then be reversed in 44 moves. The general solution of this problem is very difficult. Of course it can always be solved by the method given in the solution of the last puzzle. If we have no desire to use the fewest possible moves, but to employ full economy of moves we have two main points to consider. There are always what I call a lower movement L and an upper movement U L consists in exchanging certain of the highest numbers, such as 12, 11, 10 in our grasshopper puzzle, with certain of the lower numbers, 1, 2, 3, the former moving in a clockwise direction. The latter in a non-clockwise direction, U consists in reversing the intermediate counters, in the above solution for 12, it will be seen that 12, 11, and 1, 2, 3 are engaged in the L movement, and 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 in the U movement, the L movement needs 16 moves and U 28, making together 44, we might also involve 10 in the L movement, which would result in L 23. U21, making also together 44 moves, these I call the first and second methods, but any other scheme will entail an increase of moves, you always get these two methods of equal economy for odd or even counters, but the point is to determine just how many to involve in L and how many in U here is the solution in table form, but first note, in giving values to N that 2, 3, and 4 counters are special cases, requiring respectively 3, 3 and six moves, and that five and six counters do not give a minimum solution by the second method only by the first. First method, total number L movement, U movement, of total number counters, number of number of number of number of moves, counters, moves, counters, moves. Four n 1 and n 2 n 1 squared 5 and 7 2 n 1 2 n squared 3 and 1 4 n squared n 1 4 and 2 n 1 n 2 n 1 squared 5 and 7 2 n 1 2 n 1 squared 3 n 2 4 n squared 5 4 and 1 n n 1 2 n squared 5 n 2 two n 2 n squared 3 and 4 2 2 n squared 4 and 3 4 n 1 n 1 n 2 n 1 squared 5 and 7 2 n 2 n squared 3 and 4 4 n squared 4 and 9 second method total number L movement u movement of total number counters, number of number of number of number of moves, counters, moves, counters, moves. Four n n n two n squared three and four two n two n one squared five and two four n squared n one four and two n one and one two n one squared three and seven two n two n one squared five n two four and squared five four and one n n two n squared. 3 n 4 2 n 1 2 n squared 5 n 2 2, 2 n squared 4 n 3 4 n 1 n n 2 n squared 3 n 4 2 n 1 2 n 1 squared 5 n 7 4 n squared 4 n 9 more generally we may say that with m counters, where m is even and greater than 4, we require m squared 4 m 16 for moves, and where m is odd and greater than 3, m squared 6 m 31 for moves. I have thus shown the reader how to find the minimum number of moves for any case and the character and direction of the moves, I will leave him to discover for himself how the actual order of moves is to be determined, this is a hard nut, and requires careful adjustment of the L and the U movements, so that they may be mutually accommodating, 216, the educated frogs, the following leaps solve the puzzle in 10 moves, 2 to a 1, 5 to 2, 3 to 5, 6 to 3, 7 to 6, 4 to 7, 1 to 4, 3 to a 1, 6 to 3. 7 to 6. 217. The TWICKNHAM puzzle. Play the counters in the following order. KCEKWTCEHMKWTANCEHMIKCEHMT and there you are. That twicken him. The position itself will always determine whether you are to make a leap or a simple move. 218. The Victoria Cross puzzle. In solving this puzzle there were two things to be achieved. First so to manipulate the counters that the word Victoria should read round the cross in the same direction, only with the V e on one of the dark arms, and secondly, to perform the feat in the fewest possible moves. Now, as a matter of fact, it would be impossible to perform the first part in any way whatever if all the letters of the word were different, but as there are two I's, it can be done by making these letters change places that i and the first I changes from the second place to the seventh, and the second I from the seventh place to the second. But the point I referred to, when introducing the puzzle, as a little remarkable is this, that a solution in 22 moves is obtainable by moving the letters in the order of the following words, a victor, a victor, a victor I, there are, however, just 6 solutions in 18 moves, and the following is one of them, I1, VA, I2, ROTI1, I2, AVI2, I1, C, I2, VA, I1, the first and second I in the word are distinguished by the numbers 1 and 2. It will be noticed that in the first solution given above one of the I's never moves, though the movements of the other letters cause it to change its relative position. There is another peculiarity I may point out that there is a solution in 28 moves requiring no letter to move to the central division except the I's. I may also mention that, in each of the solutions in 18 moves, the letter CTO or move once only. While the second I always moves four times. The V always being transferred to the right arm of the cross. 219. The letter block puzzle. This puzzle can be solved in 23 moves the fewest possible. Move the blocks in the following order. A B F E C A B F E C A B D H G A B D H G D E F 220. A lodging house difficulty. The shortest possible way is to move the articles in the following order. Piano. Bookcase. Wardrobe. Piano. Cabinet chest of drawers, piano, wardrobe, bookcase, cabinet, wardrobe, piano, chest of drawers, wardrobe, cabinet, bookcase, piano. Thus 17 removals are necessary. The landlady could then move chest of drawers, wardrobe, and cabinet. Mr. Dobson did not mind the wardrobe and chest of drawers changing rooms so long as he secured the piano. 221. The Eight Engines. The solution to the eight engines puzzle is as follows. The engine that has had its fire drawn and therefore cannot move is number 5. Move the other engines in the following order, 7, 6, 3, 7, 6, 1, 2, 4, 1, 3, 8, 1, 3, 2, 4, 3, 2, 17 moves in all, leaving the 8 engines in the required order. There are two other slightly different solutions. 222. A Railway Puzzle. This little puzzle may be solved in as few as 9 moves. Play the engines as follows, from 9 to 10, from 6 to 9, from 5 to 6, from 2 to 5, from 1 to 2, from 7 to 1, from 8 to 7, from 9 to 8, and from 10 to 9. You will then have engines A, B and C on each of the 3 circles and on each of the 3 straight lines. This is the shortest solution that is possible. 223. A Railway model. Only six reversals are necessary. The white train from A2D is divided into three sections. Engine and 7 wagons, eight wagons, and one wagon. The black train D2A never uncouples anything throughout. Figure 1 is original position with 8 and 1 encoupled. The black train proceeds to position in figure 2 no reversal. The engine and 7 proceed towards D and black train backs, leaves 8 on loop, and takes up position in figure 3 first reversal black train goes to position in figure four to fetch single wagon second reversal black train pushes eight off loop and leaves single wagon there proceeding on its journey as in figure 5 3rd and fourth reversals white train now backs onto a loop to pick up single car and goes right away to the fifth and sixth reversals 224 the motor garage puzzle the exchange of cars can be made in 43 moves as follows: six grams to be one e three h four i three liters six k four grams one i to joules five h four a seven f a b four d eight c seven a eight grams five c to be one e eight i one gram to joules seven h one a seven grams to be six e three h eight liters three i seven k three grams six i to joules five h three c five grams to be six e five i six j. Of course, six g means that the car numbered six moves to the point g. There are other ways in 43 moves, 225, the 10 prisoners, it will be seen in the illustration how the prisoners may be arranged so as to produce as many as 16 even rows, there are 4 such vertical rows, 4 horizontal rows, 5 diagonal rows in one direction, and 3 diagonal rows in the other direction, the arrows here show the movements of the 4 prisoners, and it will be seen that the infirm man in the bottom corner has not been moved, 226 round the coast. In order to place words round the circle under the conditions, it is necessary to select words in which letters are repeated in certain relative positions. Thus, the word that solves